people, and welcome back to Cats Council. I'm your host, Catherine LaDuke, and today we're talking about acne. This was an episode topic that came to me when I was working on the last episode about mental health. Because for me, when I think about my own anxieties and overall struggles, I think I attribute a large part of it to my experience with acne. And I feel like it's something, among other things, that we just don't talk about. It's like a social taboo, even though almost everyone, especially in high school, has acne or has dealt with acne at some point in their life. So let's talk about it. When I first started seeking out participants for this podcast, I had a really hard time getting people to open up about their experience. I got a lot of this. Ew, no. Um, Actually, I don't really want to talk about acne. So I sent out an anonymous Google form to the entire school to see if I could garner a response that way. And it worked. So in addition to a few brave souls, this episode will be largely supported by the anonymous responses from that Google form. And I think that in itself speaks volumes about the role that acne plays within the high school walls. I got over 100 responses on the form, yet less than 20 people were willing to open up on mic. That's just something to think about, and I think it's kind of interesting. Has acne ever prevented you from doing anything? Yes, I've canceled plans and avoided showing my face in public. Over, like, COVID, I was extremely embarrassed and insecure of my acne because the mask and just, like, overall just not really doing anything kind of gave, like, made my face break out a lot. So I had a lot of, like, bad acne on my cheeks and on my chin. And it was just a very big insecurity for a long time, and it took a long time for it to go away. I didn't go to school one day freshman year because my acne was just so bad. I have 100% had instances where I've been so insecure about my acne that I've avoided going out in public or worn a mask and sunglasses and a hat to try and cover it. Like literally looked like a serial killer because I had acne on my face. And looking back as someone whose confidence and overall well-being has drastically improved throughout my time in high school, this makes me so sad because there's nothing wrong with it. It's normal and it is okay and I wish I could go back and just shake myself out of this mindset that having acne makes me ugly and worthless because I couldn't be any farther from the truth. What is the craziest length you have gone to to get rid of your acne? I ordered like one of these face masks off Amazon that are like pimple patches but it's shaped like an entire face. And I tried wearing it on my entire face while I slept. It did absolutely nothing. (laughs) When I went on Accutane, because nothing else worked, like no diet worked, no products worked. I used toothpaste and egg whites to get rid of my acne. I spent crazy amounts of money on popular skincare brands and they did not work. I'm going to open up here for a second and get a little deep because my experience with acne has led me to develop something that's referred to as dermatillomania. So this is a disorder that falls under the OCD category and entails obsessive skin picking. So for some people, it's all over their body. But in my case, I specifically concentrate on my face. So at times when I'm feeling especially stressed, anxious, depressed, or even just bored, my outlet is my own face. 
I'll literally park myself in front of a magnifying mirror and pick at every single pore and hair and imperfection on my face until it's red and puffy and irritated and like sometimes even bleeding. And then I'm even more upset because I literally just massacred my own face and made everything worse and more noticeable. It's honestly something that I struggle with every single day of my life. Mirrors in stores and dressing rooms are especially horrible because combined with the fluorescent lighting, they show you these things on your face that you didn't even know existed. So I'm like almost certain that if I was someone who never dealt with acne, this wouldn't be a part of my life. And I often wonder how different I would be. What have you found to actually help either products or mindset? The mindset that's helped me the most is realizing that like for us women or like people whose primary hormone is estrogen is that like we can't control our acne. We can't do anything because it's always out of control and our skin's always going to be bad because of that. We can obviously like obfuscate a little bit, but I think that a lot of the skincare industry is just trying to weaponize this thing that we're told is ugly and not attractive, even though it doesn't really matter because they just want us to spend a bunch of money on things that don't work. I found that less products on your face helped me a lot instead of using a lot to help get rid of like one blemish just less is better right you should follow people with acne on social media because seeing perfect skin everywhere you look won't help because that's not realistic know that acne does not make you less of a person or less attractive everyone struggles with their appearance and if anyone makes fun of you it's a problem with them and not you be patient and care for yourself. You are not your acne. Acne gives you your own personality and makes you have a, your own special mark on your face. So here are my personal tips for all of you that are struggling with acne. I am in no way claiming to be a skincare expert or anything like that, but this is just what I've learned so far from my experience. But I do have a lot to say about this, so buckle in. If it's an option that's available to you, I highly, highly recommend visiting a dermatologist. Their professional advice and medical-grade prescriptions are sometimes the only things that can work for some people, so it's definitely worth a shot if it's something you can get to. Get rid of the magnifying mirror, okay? Or even just start by putting it away in your closet or in a drawer, but just remove it from your immediate space so it's not staring at you all the time. I promise you that no one is, like, ever looking at you that up close, so it's just not an accurate reflection of what you look like whatsoever. Going hand in hand with that, and easier said than done, obviously, for me, but try to avoid picking and popping pimples and blackheads because it just makes everything worse at the end of the day. So instead, try a pimple patch. I buy ones in like cute little shapes and colors to make me feel better. And honestly, they work. I like and enjoy kind of going out in public and having a little star or heart on my face to remind me how beautiful I am regardless of that pimple on my forehead. No one cares. Like anything, do not trust social media, especially when it comes to skincare and if you have sensitive skin. Just because a product is blowing up on TikTok does not mean it is going to work for you. So for example, every single product from the brand The Ordinary literally wreaked havoc on my face, like havoc, it was a total disaster. Despite the positive reviews they were getting from like everyone else, they just didn't work for me. So do your research beforehand, no matter the price tag on the product, because the breakout is never, ever worth it. And if you have a dermatologist, always check with them before trying a new product. In the same breath, if you do decide to experiment with new products, only try one at a time. Okay, so only work in one new product into your normal routine at a time. So if there is a breakout or a reaction, you know which product is the culprit.
I know this is an unpopular opinion, especially for kids in high school, but you should be wearing sunscreen every single day, especially on your face and neck. Implementing a daily sunscreen into my routine has honestly been such a game changer for the overall well-being of my skin, and also literally every single healthcare professional ever recommends it, so I think we all need to start listening to them, and you can still get that tan that everyone wants without getting skin cancer, I pinky promise you. It's also important to realize that it's not all external, and that your diet and habits also play a role here. So I'm fully aware that my soda addiction and loyalty to the McDonald's vanilla cone is bad for my skin, I know that. So if my skin is reacting negatively to it, I will cut it out for a short period of time, but I won't get rid of it forever. But if you've tried every skincare product under the sun and you still aren't seeing results, it could be time to start looking inward and evaluate your health from that perspective. So like I go through a pretty heavy kombucha phase every few months and my skin always looks better because of it. Because kombucha is good for your gut health and good gut health can equate good, in quotation marks, skin. So like everything, it's all about balance. Don't give up the things that make you happy in the hopes that it will cure your acne. But when in doubt, always drink more water. Definitely drink more water. Aside from hormones, factors like weather, sleep, stress, medication, and genetics all play a part in acne. So just try to be gentle to yourself. It's not your fault, I promise. Acne's hot. There's nothing wrong with that. day acne sucks but it doesn't make you any less beautiful or worthy as a person and i think that's the hardest part for all of us who suffer from it to remember you got this and i'm always here for you i'm katherine leduc and i'll talk to you next time on cats council <laughs>